Chapter 18. Acceptance. How to digest your challenge without getting indigestion. The Gemara says, A person should always be ready to say that whatever Hashem does is for the good. Hashem sometimes challenges us in order to see how we will internally react to being tested. The Sefer Chayvos HaVava says, Vida achi and know my brother. Ki ha'eser nisyoynes, shenasa ha'mokim es'avram avinu. The ten challenges that HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem tested Avram avinu. Loi ha'yinu mishapchim loi omdu bahem. We would not have praised Avram avinu and considered it that he withstood those challenges. Lulei, if not for the fact. If not for the fact that deep inside his heart he truly accepted those challenges, those terrible, painful situations, with a willing and open heart, as it says in the Torah, and his heart was found to be loyal before Hashem. The Torah tells us, when Hashem commanded Avram Avinu to sacrifice, meaning to kill, to murder his beloved child as some kind of spiritual offering, the Torah testifies Avram woke up early in the morning. Why? Because he was actually excited to be able to serve and fulfill the will of Hashem, even though it meant murdering his own flesh and blood. The truth is that, technically speaking, Hashem never even really told Avram Avinu to actually kill Yitzchak. He only said, that he should bring him up to the altar for an offering. Avram could have tried to wiggle out of the situation by claiming that, you know, I wasn't really commanded, I don't really have to slaughter him, I just have to set him up on the altar. And that's probably what we would try to do, right? I mean, let's be honest. If I asked you to do something that you really didn't want to do, and there was a way to get out of it, you would probably say, I listen, I, I listened to you. I listened to what you said. Technically, you know, you never really said that and I did what you, you know, what you wanted. But Avram Avinu realized that if Hashem told him to bring him up, then Hashem's will was probably that Yitzchak should actually be slaughtered. And therefore he was ready to do that for Hashem, even though he was not specifically commanded to do so. The Medrash says that after the Akedah, Avram Avinu prayed to Hashem, even though I could have questioned you, because first you told me that my son Yitzchak would carry on my legacy, and then you commanded me to slaughter him, thereby ending that promise. And yet, I didn't. I didn't question you. In that schus, in that merit, may my descendants be forgiven and spared even when they sin before you and deserved to be punished. What a tefillah. And you see over here that the main merit earned by Avram Avinu was not for, like we all think, that he was ready to execute his beloved child, but for not internally questioning an apparent contradiction in Hashem's words. Even though Hashem told him, your son will be your legacy, and now Hashem says, slaughter him, Avram withheld the urge. Avram withheld the inner urge to question Hashem. What? What are you doing to me? 
Why? Doesn't make any sense. How can it be? And because of that, the Medrash says he, he created Schusim and he created his own tefillah and he pointed out to Hashem, because I didn't question you. And I could have questioned you, but no, I went ahead and I conquered that urge because I trusted you. And in that schus, I'm asking you to help my children, and listen to what he asked for, that they should be forgiven and spared even when they sin before you and deserve to be punished. You know, if you have to ask Hashem for something, there are so many things to ask for. It's very tough to say, Hashem, because of what I just did now, the schusim that I earned, I'm going to have a grandson, a granddaughter, a great-grandchild, and they're going to sin before you. Please spare them as if they didn't sin, even though they deserve to be punished. That's a tremendous schus for your future diarist. And that only happened from internally not questioning an apparent contradiction in Hashem's words. And Kalshkin even more so when there's no contradiction. And just not questioning Hashem even when we encounter painful challenges. And in fact, a few of the ten challenges received by Avram did not actually require any action at all. The entire challenge was just to see if Avram Avinu would internally accept the way that Hashem ran his life. The Nesiva Shalom says, The challenges of being directed by Hashem to travel to specific places only to be then greeted by a famine or by having his wife abducted, those were not tests to see if Avram Avinu would do something or not do something. He didn't have a choice. Rather, the whole test was only to see if Avram would question Hashem within his own mind and heart. And here's another example. When the prophet Shmuel Hanavi told Eli HaKoyim that Hashem had decreed that Eli's two sons will both die on the same day, Rachman Litzlan, and that all of his descendants, can you imagine this? All of his descendants for all generations to come will always die before they turn 18. Eli HaKoyim's incredible gut reaction was, Hashem Hu, Hatoiv Be'enov Yaseh. Hashem is the master of everything, and He shall do as He sees fit, for who can tell Hashem what is best to do? Incredible words. And we find the same thing about David HaMelech. When Shimi ben Gera cursed David HaMelech and tried to stone him, David's general, Avishai ben Sruya, wanted to kill him. However, David HaMelech did not allow Avishai ben Sruya to touch Shimi ben Gera, and he said, no, 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 no. Hashem put it into his mind to curse me and to try to hurt me. Don't be angry at him. Hashem Omer like Halil. Chazal teach us that because of this incident of incredible tolerance and acceptance of God's will, the heavenly angels appointed David to be the fourth leg to carry the chariot of Hashem. He is the fourth regal of the Shekhinah, of the Merkava. How did he earn this out of all of the greatness of David HaMelech? The thing that earned him his title 
was that when someone wanted to hurt him, he said, no, 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 it's not him. Hashem Amalek Halel. Hashem is really the one who is causing this to happen. And he accepted everything in his life that happened to him, that it is a message directly from Hashem. Let's bring it home. The same applies to each one of us. There are some challenges that do not require any action on our part. In fact, it is specifically through inaction and acceptance that the person grows. Sure, you believe that Hashem is good. It makes sense. But when you take a step on the street and your foot goes right into a deep puddle of mud and then you fall and bang your head, you get a ticket, stub your toe, you may start to think, why is this happening to me? Why is Hashem out to get me? And sure, we know, of course, things can get much worse than that. And thus, more challenging. More challenging to understand that Hashem is good and to accept that Hashem is good. We see innocent children die. Pious, good people suffer. And all of this challenges our core belief in a good and merciful God who knows exactly how to run the world and our lives. And in fact, some of the greatest challenges that we get are specifically regarding this belief. You see, the human brain is programmed to respond to pain and difficulty with anger and opposition. That's the way we are. Overcoming that with emuna, with a firm belief in a loving and merciful God, is in itself the growth process leading to becoming a spiritually elevated human being. Imagine a scale of 1 to 100, 1 being the least amount of tolerance and acceptance of Hashem's decrees, and 100 being the absolute highest. As you go through your life, you will be given many different opportunities to raise yourself to a higher level. When you get a level 10 test and you pass, you prove that when something goes a little wrong, a 10 wrong, you can still maintain your faith in a loving God who is giving you this pain for your benefit. Wow, that's great. But what about when you are hit with a 30 or a 50? Can you still stay strong? Whenever you feel that you're being tested, think about what level the test is on and celebrate the fact that by maintaining your commitment that Hashem is good, you have truly grown in the biggest way humanly possible. So your job is to build up, strengthen, and empower your faith and trust in Hashem to overpower your intuitive human attitude to complain when things don't go your way. And as you go through life and you hit those bumps, you got a 4, you got a 6, you got a 12, you got a 15, and you can realize, wow, I can go through that and not lose myself and stay strong in my amuna that Hashem is good and build yourself up to higher levels. And this is what the Midah of Samech Bechelkai really is. The Nesiv Shalom brings down, Hamida Shel Samech Bechelkai, Shehudi Samech Umerutzeh, Mehan Hagasa Yizbarach, Sheyodea, the Kalmada Ovid Rachmana Litav Ovid, Visameach Bechelkai, Shehu Chelekalekamimal, He Hamida, Hayoyser Gedoyla Mikal Hamidais, Viniflois Hipu Ulais Beleva Adam, Shezetachlis Hakol. The trait of being happy with your lot, means that you are internally pleased and satisfied with however Hashem manages your life. How could you do that? 
because internally you believe that whatever Hashem decides will happen to you is truly for your good, for your benefit, for your growth. Living like this does wonders for your heart as it takes away all of your heartache and pain when life is not going well. Let's bring an example to prove the point. Account Manager Henry Farber transferred all of his assets to a brand new hedge fund with brokers who claimed that they could earn 20% profit a year. After several months, the vice president of the fund called Henry. <clears throat> Mr. Farber, I am calling to see if you are satisfied with Ron, your account manager. Is he handling your assets properly or do you feel that someone else can do a better job? In the very same way, every person must ask himself, am I happy with my account manager, Hashem, who is running my life? Am I satisfied with the way that he is running my life, or do I think that maybe I could do a better job myself? The Nesiva Shalom says, V'zehu pirish chazal, Kol ha'oymer perik shira b'chol yoim, muftuch shuhu ben oilam haba. Whoever sings praise to Hashem every day is guaranteed to have a portion in the world to come. And he explains, you know why somebody who sings Shira, praise to Hashem every day, is guaranteed to be an Olam Abba? Because if you're singing every day, that means you're singing on the good days, but you're also singing on the bad days. We all have ups and downs, good days and bad days, happy days and sad days. And if you can sing praise to Hashem every single day, which means that you can praise Hashem, sing praise to Hashem, and be happy with even difficult situations, the difficult days, then you ben haba. It means even on this world, you're living a life of oilam haba. You are already in paradise, and that's pshat in the pasuk. The whole life, the chal all of my life, the good days and the difficult days. is a praise to Hashem. And the Siva Emes explains, Kaloimar, Shetamid Animoidim la Kodish Borhu, Al Kol Hachayim of the Gansalebim. Hainu a Kol Mash Sheyesh Bechayim, the Al Kol Mikre Bechayim Shalonu. And a person who can praise Hashem for everything, the things that are easy to swallow and enjoyable to swallow, and the difficulties, that person is living an elevated life. Authentic Yiddish Guide understands that acceptance is your ticket to attaining the highest level, both on this world and in the next world. And that is precisely why the ultimate goal of every Jew, even you, is to build up your trust higher and higher, your trust in the absolute goodness of Hashem, so that regardless of whatever may come your way, you can react instinctively, immediately, with feeling that Hashem who is full of mercy, compassion, and unconditional love for you, is now giving you some kind of a unique gift and opportunity that is for your good. And as Jewish people, there is nothing more that we love more than a good deal. So listen to this deal. You tell me if I'm right. 
The Nesiv Shalom brings down from the Torah's Ovis. Im Yehudi Sameach Umarutzah Be'anhagas Habayre Imoi if a Jew is happy and satisfied with the way God leads his life, and even when he's going through something painful, he knows, he believes that if HaKadosh Baruch Hu is misnahig imoy like this, Hashem is, is guiding him this way. It is good, pure good. And even in times of pain and difficulty, he can bring himself to be happy with the way that God is guiding and leading his life. Then you know what you get? And this is such an amazing deal. Hashem says, you accepted me, I'll accept you. And Hashem accepts you the way that you are, and He forgives you for all of your sins. This is really a good deal, because what Hashem is giving us is really good. What we are giving Hashem is really bad. And still Hashem says, if you can accept the so-called perceived bad that I send to you, and you really accept it and you trust me, and you want it and you're happy with it, and I will accept your bad and I'll forgive you for all your sins. And believe it or not, this is the most incredible deal of a lifetime. And he finishes with these words, This is the back door. This is your back door pass to be forgiven for sins that is very difficult to repent for. Sometimes a person has sins that are very, very hard to repent for. But with this deal, this deal of Hashem, I accept the way you lead my life and Hashem accepts you, with that you are forgiven for all of your sins, even those that are extremely difficult to repent for. Every Jew can spot a good deal. And this is really, really a great deal.